everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Rob's Tabletop World Podcast. I can't believe that I've actually been doing this for over two months. Matter of fact, this is, uh, I think it's episode 11, I want to make sure. Because uh, you never know with me, I, I mix things up. No, it's episode 11 that we are creating here. So 11 weeks. Now the first one was kind of... Uh, you know, just kind of an introduction and stuff. But we've been doing this for 11 weeks, and I, I've really enjoyed this. Um, uh, the, the response has been great. Um, if anybody that you know, you know, know that might like it, please uh, share with them, and uh, uh, we can. Uh, the more, the merrier, as they as they say. That's for sure. Uh, it has been an interesting week, and there's been a couple of things that have really um, crossed my mind, especially, uh, since there's been a lot of new games that have, uh, come out recently. And, um, some of them really scratch my head and, 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 and I have to explain what I'm talking about. So I've been on the fence about getting this one game, uh, Frostpunk. Now it's a board game that has been, uh, kind of, um, translated over from, uh, from uh, a video game and it looks really cool because all the decisions that you make affect the group uh, you know your your community uh, you know out in the 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 the, the barren wastelands in a you know kind of like a a futuristic uh, a mad max frozen world kind of um, if I get that correct, you know, I have the video game on my steam and I've yet to play it, but this game looks so interesting. And, um, you know, I even downloaded it. I said, Oh man, I, you know, I can't, I can't wait to play this. This, this looks like it'd be something really special. So I downloaded it and everything. And of course I never got to it, you know, because you got to sit and you got to have time. I'm hey. I have a channel doing a podcast. Sometimes it, you don't have the time. And then also Vampire Survivor gets in the way. And uh, <laughs> I think that's enough said, if, if anything. So anyways, I had uh, downloaded this and, and, and I looked at this game and I said, man, you know, I really, really am interested in this game. This game really looks fascinating. And it looks like something that would be really up my alley. And uh, you know, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. I'm gonna find out everything I can about this game, and uh, I'm I'm gonna bring it in. Well, I go and I see it's at Miniature Market, and I said, "Well, I, I hope there'll be enough of them there where I can I can get them in." Oh, come on. I got to be able to, you know, hope, hopefully there'll be enough. So Paul Grogan, of course, gaming rules. Fantastic, as we all know. Okay. Comes out with a video. Oh, great. It's an hour long. I go, well, all right. I can get through that. I start watching it and watching it and watching it. And I'm... I'm I'm completely fascinated. And yet I don't think I've ever been more confused in my life. I said, 
Well, it's not Paul because Paul's, you know, pretty much dead, dead on the money when it, when it comes to these things. And, you know, he does a fantastic job. Let's be honest. You know, it's, uh, it's gotta be me. This game, just watching the first half hour was dedicated to setting up the game. Setting up the game is almost a game in itself, which is, is shocking. And I, I, I couldn't believe it. And I'm thinking to myself, I go, well, that's a game into itself, you know, setting this, this thing up. I, I, I mean, when you're done with it, I think you're exhausted. Then the gameplay and all the moving parts and components and things, I was like, dear God, I, you know, this is just maybe too much for me to handle. And I, and I thought to myself, dear God, I, I, I don't know if I can do this. So I finished watching that. And it kind of made me really want the game because I want the game for its complexity. But to be able to get that to the table and play it looks like a whole thing into itself. So I, Rebecca Scott, I think her name is, she usually does those quick hit videos. And I looked at her video on it, which was 20 some odd minutes, I believe. I, I could be wrong. And I'm watching it. And she's going through the setup. And I'm going, to set up this game is, is, is it's, it's like building a tile wall. I, you know, it's like building the table to play the game on. And even when she was done, she went, whew. Okay, big star for you if you were able to set this up. Okay, and then I watched her gameplay. I was just as much confused. So I sat there on the fence with this one. And, you know, I said, well, maybe I'll, I'll watch the videos again. again. But if I wait too long, I'm not going to be able to get it. So I decided to bring it in. I brought that in. So I started looking at the base game, 100 bucks. Okay, you're getting tons of stuff in there. That's fantastic. Okay, great. Then they had all these bling boxes, which were almost 70 bucks, 45 bucks. Uh, one was 19, an actual expansion for it was 19 bucks, um, which just added more cards. But everything else was bling. And I went, dear God, you know, this is like a $300 game. But, you know, you're getting all this stuff, all this stuff. Well, I picked a few of the things and I decided to go with them. And uh, I brought it in. And uh, I got it coming in, should be in next week sometime. And that's when I'm really going to take a look at it. But it made me really think. And I'm sitting there and I go, well, I, I bought this game in anyways. The game may be too complicated. Have I gotten to the age where I just like things a little bit simpler? You know, it, 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 I, I look at League of Dungeoneers, a game that I've raved about. I've raved and raved and raved about. And the thing is, I look at that and the complexity that has. Dungeon Universalis. 
I want the complexity, but in some ways I don't want the complexity. It's, it's weird. You know, after you get to a certain point of playing games for so long, you end up just wanting to have a really good experience that you can get to the table quick, get it in, have your happy moments, put it away and get out. But then if it's too simple, you're complaining that it's too simple, meaning me. And then when you have something that's truly complex, and this frost punk is complex as they come. I, th I hope I didn't call it frost grave before. If I did, it's frost punk. Sorry. I look at this thing and, and I'm going, boy, this is really intriguing. But do I want to take the time to set it up? Does, does, does this discourage you guys at times? Do you guys get discouraged by a complexity of a game, even though you really want the complexity? You know, it, I brought the game in, and as I did, and as I clicked that, okay, bring it in button from our sponsor, Miniature Market, I said to myself, dear God, I, I hope I can get this to the table to spend this kind of money. Not that, now believe me, it's no onslaught where it's $140 and you feel like you've been ripped off. You're getting tons of gameplay in this box. You're getting tons of it. No, no complaints, okay? The problem is the money that you're putting out, are you going to get the value back in playtime? Not value in, in game, because the value's there. Are you going to get the value in playtime? And that is where I, I had a huge dilemma, and I'm sitting there going, what, what did I just do? What did I just do? And I just wonder, is this game too smart for itself? Have we gotten to a point where, you know, even I, I'm kind of like, you know, I just want to dial it. I, I want the complexity, but I don't want the complexity. And are we becoming very, very fickle in a, a, a lot of ways, particularly me? And I really scratched my head and I pulled the trigger on it anyways, because I said to myself, I go, you know, you, you, there are days that you sit here and you wish you had something like this. And when it's here, you're whining about oh my god am i going to be able to set it up am i going to be able to play it well you know you want to play something that is going to test you it's going to take you a while to set this up and this is one of those games that i think will really test me and i don't think this game is for everybody i really don't i think it's for that rare breed that can sit there and really grind it out and leave it set up for a, an amount of time and really get the result out of it that that you want to and the gameplay out of it. You've got to be dedicated to this game and you've got to put in the time. And if you're looking, you know, like me for a video where you can sit there and you can watch it and go, hey, this is the game that, you know, this is the video that's going to help me get over the edge here. Eh, I tell you, it's it, it's tough to watch. And, and it makes me even more worried that it might be tough to play. But I'll tell you this much. I'm going to give it a go. And I'm really looking forward to this. And, you know, I just wonder if I'm getting to that, that point. 
And I've heard it from designers. I've heard older designers. I've heard it from people that get older that they go, you know something? I get to a point where, yeah, I played second front Europa. I played, you, you know, um, uh, uh, Rising Sun, uh, you know, all these complex over the top, you know, take 20 week war games or, or battle games. And, you know, I've done that. Am I to that point to that age? Do you get old, older and you just want to play something quick, fun, and just has enough to, to draw you in and, and, and make it, you know, just very enjoyable and not, not put in the time like we've done in the past? Makes me think. You know, I kind of look at it the same way I look at Battletech and Alpha Strike and Cav, uh, a video that um, is coming up this week when I compare the three of them. You know, there are times that I want to play a very complex game in in Battletech. You know, and the micromanagement, uh, you know, take it all the way. And then there's times I want to play that beer and pretzel type of Alpha Strike you know, because that, that game goes quick. There's not a lot to it. Um, but, you know, enough to, to give you that good Battletech feel and walk away satisfied. And then there's that time I want that middle of the road because Cav is the middle of the road. And I think that fits and scratches that itch in a, in a lot of ways. And I think, well, you know, something that, you know, there's something really intriguing here. And, and um, I want to give that a, 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 a good crack. So, you know, it, it's just a matter of, of wondering, is it, is it old age that I just don't have the resiliency to, to sit there and really grind some of these things out? Or is it just, you know, sometimes that being a gamer for so long and playing a lot of things that sometimes you just go through a spell when you just want to keep it simple, get your stuff in, have some fun and just move on. You know, and forgive me, I'm opening up a, a, a thing of cards because I am actually setting up for a live playthrough that we are going to be doing tomorrow here on Rob's Tabletop World. And I'm kind of just kind of going through and just making sure I got everything in place. We're going to be doing League of Dungeoneers. Uh, by the time you see this, uh, it'll be up. And we're going to do it. Now, this is another one of those games that's very complex. And... Um, you know, I'm dreading doing. Uh, I promised I'd do it live, so I'm going to live up to what I said. But, you know, there are a lot of moving parts here. Now, is the game great? Yes. Is it great if I'm doing it off camera? Especially. Now, doing it on camera? Well, that's, a, that's another story. We're going to do our best and everything that we can to, to really push through this and really bring a, a great experience to everybody, which I really hope, hope we do. And that's for sure. So that's that's the opening salvo here with uh, Rob's Tabletop World and really kind of looking at, at complexity of games and do they discourage you at times? And I wonder, you know, how you feel. So send me an email, NovaPrime860 at Hotmail.com. Let me know what you think and feel. And then on the other side of this, we're going to be talking about what we got going and boy do we got some stuff going in the next coming weeks that i'm hoping that you guys will stick around for and be a part of because i'm really excited for what we're going to be doing 
and how we're going to be doing it. So we'll catch you on the other side of this. Hello, everybody. We're right back here. And as you can see, this week we have good audio quality because I am not filming on the road. I'm actually filming at the, the home. Uh, we just had some relatives come by we hadn't seen in a long, long time. Just brought back a lot of memories and things like that. So it was really kind of nice once they left it because they're down for Disney. They're, they're down from Connecticut. So it was really nice having them come down. And uh, we spent the morning with them, and we had some lunch together. And then, uh, and then uh, this afternoon, I said, "All right, let me get this podcast done because we got a big day to, uh, tomorrow." And that kind of want, you know, I kind of want to start uh, talking about what you're going to be seeing in the next week or so by the time uh, we get to this next podcast. Uh, number one, I did uh, a nice, easy paint job to show you guys how to paint uh, Cav. Now, this is a game I'm very, very passionate about because, you know, when you talk about games, you talk about Battletech and you talk about Alpha Strike as far as mech games are concerned. And this is a very unsung game. And uh, what I was able to do is I put together a couple of videos. Number one, because if you're a Battletech player, in, in all honesty, you know, you love Battletech. And, and, and I've met plenty of Battletech players where they are you know, frenzied. It becomes like a cult thing that you can't say anything about any other mech. You say mech warrior, they want to, they, 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 they want to throw themselves out a window. You say alpha strike, they want to throw themselves out the window. And that's part of the, the Battletech universe. You know, hardcore, I'm sticking to the old guns, Battletech, this is it. Anything else is an abomination. And then, you know, you got your alpha strike players who love Battletech. But, you know, also like, enjoy Alpha Strike because they like something a little bit simple, uh, you know, simple, simpler. You know, they don't have time to do all that micromanagement and stuff like that. And, and sometimes they just want to get in a quick, you know, let's go at it. Let's throw our mechs down and let's go. And, you know, these people are very passionate about that. So when you say the words calf, okay, and that's combat armored vehicle okay strike operations they're like uh, well it's not battle deck so why would i want to try trust me this is a very good game and there's room in the universe the, the the mech universe for it and i really mean that and i'm not saying that just because you know i'm making a bunch of videos about it because i'm making a bunch of videos about it because i think it's underrated I think it's a very great system. I think it's a very, very good game. And where it fits is in that sweet spot in between the complexity of a battle tech, because you have all these abilities and stuff that you can do and step downs. You know, as you take damage, you are stepping your mech, your mech down. And it has that simplicity part of it where battle, you know, alpha strike fits. So it fits right in between. And I think there's room for the three of these fantastic, fantastic games. And, and, and trust me, I am a huge Battletech guy. Huge Battletech guy. I mean, I just went and I think I spent like a hundred bucks and I brought bought a few more, a uh, few more uh, 
mechs and stuff like that. I mean, just big time, through the roof, love the game. You know, we'll always love Battletech. Always, always. It'll never leave my, my collection. But I'm really enjoying this Cav game. And I think if you have an open mind and just see it as something different, something fun, something that, that adds a twist to it, new mechs, bigger mechs, okay? I think they're 40 mil compared to the 28. And they do the job. It, it, it's a game that is a lot of fun and has a lot of things that are coming out for it. And they are really pushing it this year. Talon Games, go to their website, Talon Games. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to see some things like I see it. The rules are free to download. You can download the entire book. Okay. Or you can order the book if they have it in stock. They're going to do a reprint on it very soon. So they made the rules available for everyone. For everyone. And I think, I think it's worth taking a look at. It doesn't cost you anything. And you'll love the mechs too. So I highly suggest it. So that's one thing that you're going to see. You're going to see a painting video and you're going to see a comparison between Battletech, Alpha Strike, and Cav and why the three of them fit and, and belong in your collection. All three of them. Not one, not two, not two of them, all three. Um, so while I was shopping for Frostpunk, I decided to go all in on a couple things. Um, I pre-ordered uh, the new um, the new uh, Dead Zone, Dead Zone Third Edition. It looked really interesting, and I felt that this, this was something that I should bring in because I think there would be enough people that were interested that would definitely want to take a look at this. So. Um, we have that coming in. I, I, I think it should, it should be released in the next couple of days. Um, I also ordered the new Blood and Plunder box set, um, where you get two sloops and um, a bunch of guys, which I already have a bunch of guys. But it, it looks like a really neat set, and I wanted to bring it in because I think it would be fun to show you how to paint and then, uh, you know, do some battling at the high seas, Okay ship to ship combat with 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 crew aboard and then when they smash together you just jump and you're fighting aboard the two ships it's huge scale it's glorious um i think you'll really like it it's a game that's been around a while and it's just one of those things that um i can't wait to bring to you when when it eventually uh gets in here okay um also i brought in um machina arcana arcana uh this is a game that uh, the dungeon dive swears by and i wanted to bring it in this is the new third edition i decided to bring that in uh matter of fact i got it right here this one came in uh, i had ordered it last week and i'm just going to read to you what it's about in case you don't know and you can check it out for yourself it's a cooperative horror adventure in Machina Arcana, players take on the role of explorers thrown into dreadful halls, scratching for survival, progressing through the chapters from one of many horror stories. Even if they manage to stay alive until the end of the story, 
they will face a special mini game at the final, at the finale of each scenario. Well, that sounds pretty sick, don't it? The unique environment, interactive inventory, combat mechanics, and tactical diversity are all enveloped in an inaugural integral storytelling experience. Sorry if I butchered that. That provides both total immersion in the world and full replay value. But beware, a horde of unique and terrifying monsters are bent on destroying your party. If that isn't enough, horror itself disrupts and hinders and any remaining hope in these comfortless chambers. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty cool to me. So uh, we're going to take a look at that. Also, I, I dug out Shadows of Killforth, um, a game that I've been dying to bring to you guys since I love pretty much anything that our friend over at Halls or Nothing does, uh, who always does fantastic, has beautiful artwork, and I'm really excited about bringing that to you guys. As well as we are uh, continuing our paint series um, uh, on Frosthaven. Uh, I'm getting a couple more of those guys done. And then the following week, I've got a bunch of different stuff coming up that I'm going to keep quiet about. But in the next segment, we are going to be talking uh, specifically about a game that I've come back to and I brought in. And I'm going to tell you the reasons why. I'm going to tell you what we plan on doing with it. Because, again, you know, I'm just one of those per people that, you know, eh, cult of the new, that's nice. But uh, I have my sights on a few things and bringing you guys some unique stuff. And we're going to talk about it on the other side of this. Uh, one other thing I wanted to tell you is that I also did a video that I hope you guys will check out. I think it goes live Thursday. Um, it's about Upzone. Now, Upzone is terrain that when you open it up, it's kind of like a pop-up book. It pop up, pops up and, it, you know, it's just insto terrain. And... I decided to take a look and do my, my first review of it because I have four sets of it. And I did the dungeon one first. And I was kind of like, you know, this is pretty cool because of all the different things that you can do with it. So I started opening it up, opening it up, opening it up and playing around with it and moving it around, seeing how it works, seeing how flimsy it is. And it, it's pretty durable and it's pretty neat. So it made me um, uh, take a look at some rules. And so I go to drive through RPG and I find this game, which if you saw the video already, you know that I was raving about it. And this is five leagues from Borderland. And what a unique system. Now, it's the third edition. I don't know what happened to the first or second. I, 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 it went right over my head. I never saw it. But this is a solo and cooperative type of, of um, board game. Uh, no, not board game. Uh, tabletop game that you can create your own adventure from creating your maps, from creating all kinds of different um, 
little scenarios and stuff like that. There's a story that goes with it. There's an expansion that I got to do a video on uh, this week. Uh, so we'll have it for next week uh, on the expansion, which is cool because it has to do with the desert and all kinds of skeletons. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got tons of painted skeletons because you use your own figures for it. OK, and you can download it at, um, at, at drive through RPG. So I downloaded it. And the combat system is really unique because it's based on a six-sided six die. You add any kind of combat modifiers, and the attacker is going to decide what kind of attack he attacks. It does. Attack he attacks. Oh, God. I tell you, I'm not meant for podcasts, but we do it anyways. So anyways, they will take and they will swing at you. Okay? You being defensive player will hopefully hold your defense. Now, if you outpoint him, the roles reverse. So not only do you not get hurt or damaged, but you become the attacker and they become the defender. And in the next round, you're you're the one on the attack. So now, you know, here they are. Oh, I'm going to take this guy out. Then I'm going to move over here. Well, well, not so fast. This guy may turn around, take you out. Then, you know, your war band is in a lot of trouble because you're not playing one figure. You're playing a war band. Okay. And, you know, you're going to be able to level up and, you know, some of them are going to become very personal to you. And then some of those ones that are going to become personal to you, guess what? They're going to get killed and that's going to hurt. And, you know, the whole war band becomes this thing to you. And it's just it's just a fascinating and brilliant system. Go check out the video. Go check out Drive Through RPG. Make sure you download it. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Now, on the other side of this, we are going to talk about a few more games, and then we're going to get on out of here for this week. Uh, another another pretty good long podcast. You know. I'm doing all right here. You know, we're keeping it anywhere between, you know, 40 minutes and an hour. Uh, you know, last week, you know, especially when I had nothing better to do, we, we almost ran, you know, over an hour. And, you know, I don't want to keep you bored, but, you know, we, we try to at least make a podcast that you have that will basically get you home. So if you're driving to work and uh, you're stuck in traffic or something, you know, uh, here, here's a nice little 40 minute podcast that you can listen to on your way home. Uh, God knows I listen to them uh, every day. Uh, you know, podcasts are my life because I drive so much uh, for work and everything like that. So uh, I've got a couple more games to talk about on the other side um, and some things that I never thought I, I would say. And well, let's take a look at that on the other side of this. Hey everybody, here we are in segment three and right now we are going to talk about something that uh, I'm kind of shocked to say. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Never have been, uh, probably never will be, but I do enjoy it. And um, a game that I kind of passed on uh, I kind of got and then painted and then sold and got rid of and walked away from uh, was Star Wars Legion. And I just, at that time, I was burnt out on Star Wars. And it happens to us all. Because every time you turn around, there's a Star Wars game. Well, 
I had a bunch of credit and I decided to use it. And I said, you know something? I'm going to give this a second go. And I ordered up the corset. Now I called my good friend P and I said, P, I'm, I'm looking to bring this in. What do you think of it? Is it good? Is it solid? Because I, you know, I think it'd be nice to have a Star Wars game where I can, I can do, you know, a couple scenarios, keep it nice and small. And I always wanted to do for everybody, like I did at a couple conventions when we did the Hoth uh, world. And I said, you know, they came out with two battle packs. I think I'm going to bring those two in. So, you know, the whole, the whole total of the thing was like 350 bucks by the time I was looking at it. And I was about, about to give it the gold. Pete goes, you know something? You know, the reason I stopped up with it is because there is so much out there. He goes, but they've got this new thing, Shadow Point, I think it's called, and forgive me if I'm wrong, coming out this summer, which is kind of Star Wars Kill Team. And I went, really, Pete? He goes, yeah, and it's going to be great. And if, you know, you're really going to like this. I think it's a great game. It's just if you want to get it all and you're somebody like me that wants to have it all, it's going to be tough because there's so much out there. I said, well, Pete, how about if I did this? I just start with the, you know, I start with the Hoth and then work my way to Tatooine, add a few units, then, you know, do something, you know, you know, come up with something a little different because I got the scenery for it already. He goes, you could do that. So I pulled the trigger on it and I'm excited about it because I'm excited to do some painting videos on it. I'm excited to bring it back to you guys here. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, for those of you that may have forgotten the game, I, I, I now I'm so out of the loop on the game. It, it, it could be the most popular game on the planet. And I wouldn't know because I'm completely out of touch with things. But I wanted to bring this back in. And I'm very, very excited about it. And I want to bring it to the table here and really showcase it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be easy to put together. It'll be fun to paint. It'll be fun to play, most of all. And plus, I have all that ice world that I've been itching to get out of the storage unit, get here and mess around with here at, you know, at the studio. And it'd be something different because there's so many people out there doing whatever's new. I wanted to do something outside the box like I always do. And I'm always doing something outside the box. So I got that. I got, uh, I'm looking to get a few more things. I think I'm going to run up to the bearded brown coat uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm going to take my, my granddaughter with me. And I think we're going to go get a few more things that will add to it and really kind of beef this up and have some fun with it. Really have some fun with it. And I, I, I think that will be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to, to bringing that game, game in. The other thing that I'm really looking forward to doing is uh, I started going through the storage unit and starting to try to figure out some of the things that I really want to to start doing around here. Um, again, you know, just keeping in the same vein of things and, and just basically doing what I feel is going to be fun for everybody. 
you know, that everybody will get a kick out of. Um, and, you know, I was going through there, going through there. And then I came, I came across a really old game. And I said, you know something? I should, I should pull this out. And I was looking at it and I go, wow, there's just so many boxes. I think I'm going to leave it here because a lot of it's fragile and I didn't want anything to happen to it. But then I decided to um, basically go with something that I thought was comparable, that I had painted a whole ton of it, and we never did a playthrough of it. And that's Armada. And you're saying Armada. Well, um, Manic Games came out with a game that is really, really... uh, good it's 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 a sea battle it has a lot of the man of war feel to it so it's one of those games that really really stands out and simple to play fun and i didn't realize that i painted like i i I think i painted like 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 five armies of it you know i just i just and it was while i was sick and when i was sick i was a painting machine i painted anything that didn't move um my focus was just completely, you know, I was in such a fog that I could just sit there and just paint and not my mind, not go anywhere else. I was just there. Uh, it, it was the only thing that was positive out of COVID, believe it or not, was having this kind of thing. So I started looking at that. So I, I brought all that back. So in a couple of weeks time, I'm looking to do that. Another thing that I'm looking to do is there I've got tons of war cry that I've been itching to kind of get together and do something with. I want to do some of that, hopefully. You know, again, I'm naming off all these things, you know, how much it really gets done. We'll see. We'll see. But you know, we have a a lot of things on tap. Uh, one of the things I did bring back also was a game that that we had talked about but we also didn't do anything with. And I finally said, "Eh, you know something? I promised him I would do something with it. Why don't I bring it back here and do something with it? And there are two games I'm going to tell you. The first one is Starfleet Battles, Volume 3. That one, I think, would be a lot of fun just to do, just for the nostalgia of it. And I think a lot of people would like to see that a lot of the older folk and some of the, some of the newer people that can still get this game. I think, I I think it's one of those unique games that you have to experience a playthrough of it and you don't see any of it on YouTube. So why don't we be, why don't we be the ones that break some ground and really do a nice playthrough of it? And that's what I'm kind of in the mode now. Um, you know, it's talking about some of the older stuff and, you know, things that people don't bring forward and play very much. Another game that I brought back and that sits uh, sits there that I have yet to do anything with, and I think it'd be a lot of fun, is uh, Defender of the Realm, the old Richard Lonius game. I mean, how much fun would that be to kind of get that going again and um, get it going here on the channel? I am trying to do more and more on the channel because, um, you you know, we're starting to get caught up on the farm here and do a lot of things. So we have the freedom to do more stuff. 
and and present more stuff um yeah you know we're constantly getting stuff in we've got marvel zombies that came in that i want to get to uh i i do want to do a playthrough of dungeon universalis so you guys can see the comparison to what i'm going to do tomorrow with league of dungeoneers you know i think that's really important that that we kind of set that mark and and be able to do that um so i'm looking forward to doing that very soon so um well you know we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes and uh where it ends up hey i mean nobody really knows we'll just do do the best that we can and, and and bring you as much coverage as we can but there are some things that i have to get in uh cav is one of them because i really want to showcase that and uh you know if you think of anything that you want to see here on the channel that's out of the ordinary don't be afraid to email me at novaprime860 at hotmail.com and uh and like i said you know we, we try to answer the emails so I, I always return emails to people and uh i'm really looking forward to, to to really having some fun here on the channel you know like i said last week there's no pressure anymore there really is no pressure anymore it's all down to just having fun and enjoying myself and and for me i'm having such a great time with this podcast being able to come out here and just talk nonstop, you know, about anything that comes across my mind. You know, all the things that I want to do and maybe not get to, but, you know, have intentions to talk about my, my feelings about the gaming communities and, and how those things are going conventions, where I'm going with that and so forth and so on. And the struggles and all these things, I get to do it here each and every week with you guys. And, and, and it means the world to me. It really does. So, uh, stay tuned uh, on the other side of this, we are going to close out this show and, uh, I'm going to let you know some things I'm going to, I'm going to do a little research and let you know what we've got coming up and, uh, and just close this episode out episode 11 already. Boy, how time flies. All right, folks, we'll catch you on the other side of this. Hey everybody, we're back to close this out and it's kind of funny. It's actually like, like maybe four or five hours later. Cause I don't fil film this all at once. So, you know, I'm, I'm just getting ready to go to bed and I said, Oh man, you know, I forgot to finish out the podcast and I want to stay on time and get it out every Wednesday, like everything else I got tied up and you know, I went in the house and, and whatnot and, uh, uh dinner's ready. Okay. Sat down, had dinner. Then my granddaughter wanted to go outside. Then I had to make sure the cows were okay. Then, you know, I came in here and I started clearing some space and I said, oh, you know, I'll take care of it. Well, I started clearing space and I said, well, you know, I got that live playthrough. I got to get these, these things out here and make sure that I have everything where I need it to be. I go, okay, let's do that. So I get everything out, put it in its place. Pretty happy about where everything is. So I can, I can start this up tomorrow and we can get going. And uh, I, I go underneath uh, the table because this table's huge, and I have a whole bunch of storage. And I go underneath, and uh, I, I I open up a storage, and I find an old Necromunda set that 
I painted back in 97 or 96, somewhere in there. And it's the actual box set. And I go, okay, what's this doing here? And I started going through it, started thinking about it. And I go, boy, wouldn't it be fun to have a couple gangs go at it? And, I, you know, I think you're going to see some Necromunda in the next couple of weeks. So that's some of the things that, you know, how plans just change at a dime. You know, you go through and when you have as many much stuff as I have, you know, you go through and you go, oh, you know what? Wow, League of Infamy. I, I, I never did anything with that. Why don't I do something with that? Oh, hey, look at that over there. Why don't? I... And it, it, it's great in a way because you have this just unending thing that you could just film all the time and share with you guys and have a lot of fun. You know, some things may interest some people. Some things may not interest other people. But, you know, pretty much consistently, I think I have stuff that, you know, you kind of go, oh, What's this all about? And you scratch your head a little bit instead of, oh, wow, 72 videos of the same stupid game. Oh, look, somebody's pushing Onslaught again. Okay, how many channels have pushed that game? Oh, hey, you want to play this because this is a great game for $140. Funny note, I went up to the Bearded Brown Coat. They had it for, they, they put it on, they took 15% off of it for one day to try to sell it, to move it. Because people just have that bad of a taste in their mouth about it. And the thing is, is, you know, something, when I go and say something like that, I hope I'm not discouraging anybody. But, but you know, I just have to say what I feel about certain things. And I don't want to discourage anybody because it hurts people's sales. And I don't want to hurt people's sales if they go, well, Rob don't like it. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll skip over it. You know, that one or two people that say that. And I never want to be that guy that, that discourages everybody. But, you know, I just have to say what I think. And that's what we do at the podcast. And, and uh, again, you know, it's just, just one of those things, I guess. But, you know, uh, I, I just, you know, I couldn't believe how many videos were out there for this. And people trying to be positive because they got that game for free from those people. And they went to the bigger channels and they said, hey, you got to help us move this. And then all of a sudden, like robots... You know, like plastic hair weathermen or, or you know, news people. You know, they just repeat what's on the teleprompter. And I, I, I just can't do that. I got to bring you an honest to God feeling, whether it's on this podcast or on my channel. And it's not, oh, I'm going to stand alone. I'm going to be the rebel and tell you the truth. No, I tell you the truth because I have integrity. Because I believe in myself because I, I care about what how I look. I don't want to lie about things. Hey, there's been plenty of games that I was so hyped up about. And then a couple months later, I went, oh, you know, sometimes now that I played this again, I don't really like it. And I haven't been afraid to say, yeah, you know what? I made a, made a mistake on this. I'm not too thrilled about it. I remember getting one, one guy calling me bullshit. Oh, this guy, I can't believe you did that. You were saying so many positive things about it. Yeah, well... Then I got 15, 20 plays in it instead of the three where I really was hyped about it. And I waited five years for the game to come out. I was so happy to have it that I let it cloud me. Hey, guess what? Even I make mistakes, folks. Even I make mistakes. And, uh, and I basically just told the guy to go piss off. I go, if I like it now, 
guess what? I like it now. If I don't like it tomorrow, guess what? I don't like it tomorrow. And if you don't like that, well, I don't care. <laughs> I, I really don't. If you don't like it, I'm being true to myself. I'm telling you how I feel. There's not much more I can do. I try not to do things for shock value. But boy, I tell you, there's sometimes that some things just really scratch your head. And that's why we have this podcast. And you can join us each and every week here on Rob's Tabletop World. I hope you enjoy what we're doing because I really believe in what we're doing and I'm really enjoying it. Another almost hour uh, episode. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Because I don't come here scripted. All I do is just run my mouth. And, I, and you know, it may sound like I repeat things a little bit, but I just say what's on my mind. I don't have a designated script, even though we were supposed to have Herman Lutman on this week. And guess what? Uh, I had family come in, so we couldn't get him on uh, this week. But next week, our first live interview with the genius, the glorious one, the man, the man on the mountain. Herman Lutman, and boy, it should be an interesting conversation to have with him, a very dear friend, very, very, very smart, genius, will tell you what he thinks, and uh, I'm telling you, it, it'll be a lot of fun. Strap on your boots next week, Herman Lutman live, well, not live, taped here on Rob's Tabletop World. That's it for this week. Folks, I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful week. We will see you on next week's podcast. when We've got a lot going on for sure. And as always, I will keep running my mouth and saying what I think. And for those of you that enjoy it, hey, thank you for being here. I hope I'm doing a good enough job that you are enjoying yourselves here at the Tabletop World. Until next time, it's your old pal Rob. We'll see you soon, everybody.